So here we are back with Dr. Akoya McCall Robinson and Insight Me's pull up a seat as I continue to review the Daily Stoic, our 366 meditations on wisdom, perseverance, and the art of living, according to the Stoics, right? Okay, so clearly if you're watching this new space, new place, right? So when your kid falls asleep in your office, what do you do? You leave them be and you make, you adjust your life around them and do anything you can possibly do to get things done in this 30 minute window I have. So if somewhere in here they start screaming, well, (laughs) I'll continue. Um, So anyways, here we go. February 25th, the smoke and dust of myth. This is something the Stoics talk about. Today, it is brought to you by Marcus Aurelius. And he quotes, Keep a list before your mind of those who burned with anger and resentment about something. Even, wait, of even the most renowned for success, misfortune, evil deeds, or any special distinction. I'll read that again because even I was confused. Keep a list before your mind. Of those who burned with anger and resentment about something, of even the most renowned for success, misfortune, evil deeds, or any special distinction. Then ask yourself, how did that work out? Smoke and dust, the stuff of simple myth, trying to be legend. So you're probably like, hmm, what the heck does that mean? I ask people all the time, um, my clients, should I say, um, when they're like, I did something or this person did this and did that. And, and I always just be like, well, how's that working out for you? And a lot of times when we carry into actions day to day, just on autopilot, it's just habit, it's happenstance, it's just the way we are. We find out when we're actually asked that question or you learn to start asking yourself that question, is it working? How did it work out for you? You know, did... Your outbursts, does getting angry, does being passive aggressive, does being silent, does letting everyone have their way, having no boundaries, does it work? How do you feel at the end of the day? So in that quote, that's what first pops up to my mind. Um, I'll continue reading to see what it is the Stoics are talking about and if that has anything to do with my psychological practice, right? So in Marcus Aurelius's writings, he constantly points out how the emperors who came before him were barely remembered just a few years later. Isn't that like the news? Fads, trends, you're hot for one second and then you're not, right? So for everybody who's struggling with that, well, shit, it's been happening since Marcus Aurelius, okay? Don't feel bad. (laughs) Um, To him, this was a reminder that no matter how much he conquered, No matter how much he inflicted his will on the world, it would be like building a castle in the sand, soon to be erased by the winds of time. Ooh, ouch, right? So sometimes we look around and we ask ourselves, what am I doing this for? Is it worth it? So what do you get up and live for in the morning? Okay, this is my segue. What do you get up? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Why are you doing these things? And is it the likes on your page enough? Because after a while, maybe people will stop liking it. They'll stop listening. Start listening to someone else, right? And Lord knows when the metaverse takes over, we're all extinct. Unless, you know, 
we're ready to transfer and shift over, right? I'll continue. The same goes for those driven to the heights of hate or anger or obsession or perfectionism. Marcus liked to point out that Alexander the Great, one of the most passionate and ambitious men who ever lived, was buried in the same ground as his mule driver. And I guess back then that it was, you are less than dog shit. <laughs> if you, he, the great, is buried next to the dude who drove your mule, right? You're like, he had to be the lowest of the lowest. So I guess he's rolling over in his grave. All right, sorry, it's probably inappropriate. So eventually, all of us will pass away and slowly be forgotten. Right. Um... We should enjoy this brief time we have on earth. Not be enslaved to emotions that make us miserable and dissatisfied. So again, with passions and emotions, as this is the theme of February, you have to think about that. What drives us? And we talk about our emotions and we talk about what we can control and and what we do not have control over. Um, So are your actions, and I ask myself this every day because this is how I like to compare myself, is to me and who I was yesterday, not to the person next to me, in front of me, behind me. And sometimes it is good to like glance over and be like, hmm, I like a little bit of that. Let me take a little of this and let me take a little bit of that and sweeten up my pound cake, right? That's cool. That's totally different from being obsessed by these actions of perfectionism, of your eyes always being on the next person because you will never, ever, ever fit that mold. I mean, if you've even tried to fit in with yourself, that's hard enough. And you're you, right? So think about what am I doing? Is it working? Does it satisfy me? And if I died today, like right now at this moment, could be aspired, right? Do I feel good about the acts and the works I've done or the things I'm putting in place? That's usually something that, you know, brings some peace of mind. When I'm working with people on goal setting and finding passions and um, motivations, you can be driven by money and and tangible rewards. Um, But believe it or not, um, those are secondary gains. The things we need are food, shelter, water, you know, this is how we survive. So theory behind that is anything that is an external reward doesn't really truly satisfy or motivate us. Um, Yes, people are like, but I have to go to work to make money to do what? To live, to, you know, buy clothes, to feed yourself. Again, the money is a secondary gain. Ask a person who makes extremely good money and hates their job. Is it worth it? But they still go, but they're miserable every single day. But you can find a person who quit that miserable job that paid a lot of money and maybe it's closer to home and they have more time and all these things that they've decided is more enriching to their well-being and it's actually working for them. So that's what we want to think about today in my two-piece and a biscuit 
along with what the Stoics say to be so, our oldest living philosophers, well, they're not living anymore, but the oldest word of our previously living philosophers, should I say, and how they help us out and how we can incorporate these things into our day-to-day lives in order to bring ourselves some more happiness, a little more joy, a little more control. And if any of these things are continuing to help you or you have questions, you know, hit me up in my chats. I love to respond. I love hearing the back and forth, um, answering questions. I appreciate your comments. Tell me, you know, what you like to hear, which ones helped and don't help um, and pass it on. You know, knowledge is power and sharing is caring. Um, I'll see you guys again um, tomorrow as we go back over more of our meditations um, and I'll bring you a new topic. Take care. Thanks for tuning in.